Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Second and 10 from zone end zone. Oh, yeah. Remember, Dan Orlovsky did that, stepped all the way out of the end zone. It's a safety, and that kills the play before everything else on the pick. So it is seven to 7-5, and Trent Williams is shaken up for the Niners. I don't know that I've ever seen a safety be a break for a team, but it certainly was there. Now, back to Overtime with Kyle Madsen and Alan Stiles on 95.7 The Game. Kyle Madsen, Chuck Walter in for Allen. And we're just sifting through the wreckage of a bad 49ers loss in Denver. 11-10, the final. You heard that call there from Mike Tirico on NBC NBC with Chris Collinsworth. It was Jimmy Garoppolo taking a safety. Kyle Shanahan actually took some blame for that, saying he put Garoppolo in a tough spot, trying to create a big play from the shadow of their own goalpost. It's like, all right. Shout out to the head coach for taking blame for something this week. And trying to create a big play when there were none to be found. Uh, You know it's going to be a bad week when, or I guess you know it's a bad game when the Dan Orlovsky play is now coined the Jimmy Garoppolo play for the future. Although maybe Jimmy will get the pass and we'll still remember it down the road 10 years from now as the Dan Orlovsky play. uh, Just because he coined it originally. Right. But Jimmy may have stolen it tonight. Who knows? And then the pick six involved. Williams gets hurt. On that same play, just all around, that cannot happen. was not good whatsoever. And then the other thing that proves that it was a bad night, I've seen Brock Purdy's name about 90 times on the Comcast business text line. (laughs) And that's when you know that things are awry when you're like, let's just run out there. You know, this guy seems athletic. He's shifty. had a nice career at at Iowa State, has a big arm. Let's just uh, let's throw Mr. Irrelevant out there. I know I know Mr. Irrelevant's never been good before, but let's throw him out there as our starting quarterback because Jimmy was that bad. I question anybody who watched Brock Purdy this preseason and went, "That's a big arm quarterback." <laughs> he he does have some elusiveness. He does. No, Quick. he can move a little bit yeah. for sure. He's about my I'm size. Just not sure, uh, dude. He's, he's yeah, not a big guy. Not a big dude. I don't know what he's listed at, but he can't be much bigger than five eleven. <laughs> I, I I don't think Brock Purdy is is probably probably not the answer. I've been wrong before though. Kurt Binker? D- no, it's certainly not the answer. <laughs> uh, I would take Filmo Mike under center before I'd put Kurt Binker there. Filmo, what's up, bro? Hey, Madsen, man. I know I know Kyle Shanahan is so, bro. I know he's mad as hell. First of all. Football is a team sport out of all the sports, but Jimmy G lost this game. 
horrible passes, you stepping out of bounds, interceptions, and a fumble. Come on, dog. What? What? Hey, what, what Mark say? What Mark Willis say? You the producer? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks, Philmo. And that's where, that's where it's tough because. Were there other plays of consequence in this game? Yeah, you talked about Shanahan's decision to let the Broncos kick a field goal instead of moving them back out of field goal range to try third down again. There was there were a couple of drops. There was the the one drive that that the defense wasn't super stout. The defense forced ten punts, eight three and outs. Like uh, I'm sorry, nine three and outs. That's eight more than the 49ers had. Um, there were other little things that you can point to, but I think at the end of the day, it's like, man, if Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback, the most important position on the field, if he makes one or two more plays, maybe if Trent Williams doesn't get hurt, maybe then they win. But it was uh, a bad night for the San Francisco 49ers all around. All I know is unless it's a noon Indiana-Northwestern game, 10 points probably isn't going to win you a football game. No. No, probably not. I don't think it is. Even Iowa got into the 20 points this weekend. Yeah, Iowa, tw- would they beat 27-10? <laughs> oh, it was Rutgers. I don't know if that counts. Iowa yeah, they went over the 49 They went over on the, uh, the, o- the over-under of the total for that game was 34. Wow. And they hit the over, thanks to a uh, late Rutgers. Disgusting football. Yuck. It did feel, dude, that, had a bi- that game did have big Big Ten vibes, right? Niners-Broncos? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Super Big Ten-ish. Adrian in Danville. What the heck happened in Denver tonight, Adrian? Well, why did Shanahan not run the ball? I mean, this is their... When the Niners don't run the ball 30 times, they lose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like... like Everybody's blaming Jimmy G. Okay. I have wanted Jimmy G out also. Sure. But we have him... And Kyle knows what Jimmy G can do, what he can't do. Why is he having him throw out of the end zone? Come on. Run the ball, get as many yards as you can, and then punt and live another day. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I don't, don't, you know, I mean, it's like Kyle, he goes goes like brain dead. You know, it just doesn't, I don't understand. you know, and what else are you going to do? Are you, you going to bring in Purdy? I mean, yeah, there's you know. not <laughs> there's not an answer under center right now. And 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 you know, I I uh, you know also the running back fumbled. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you lost this game. It wasn't just Jimmy G. And and you know, I'm not like I said, I wanted him gone also. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have given up three number ones for for Trey because we don't even know what we have in Trey. Tell you sure. the truth, we don't. We don't. Yeah, but Trey Lance is hurt, so I know he's hurt. But okay. I'm just saying is like we haven't seen him. Yeah, you know. You're right. Thanks, Adrian. So the Niners in the second half on their first drive ran it on first down. Uh, there was a penalty that gave him a first down. On the next first down, they went. Pass incomplete. Then Jordan Mason ran it for seven yards. Garoppolo fumbles. That's how their first drive went. Their second drive went run on first down, no gain. 
That was from the two, and then the safety happened. So you see the pattern here. When they tried to run, it wasn't working. Then they go Jeff Wilson for 18 yards on a first down on the next drive, and then on the ensuing first down, no gain. Then Garoppolo sacked, and then incomplete. Like, they put the runaway because it wasn't working because the the opposing defense is not threatened by Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, we're in a passing league right now, and there's just no passing attack. It's as simple as that. There's At least not a consistent one and not one that threatens defenses down the field and, and outside the numbers. Fair enough. Like when- Consistent being the thing that really stuck out, because... Here's the thing. We could sit here all day and and talk about how bad Jimmy was down the stretch. First half, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy threw two and a half quarters. He was fine. He was Jimmy. Mm-hmm. If you get that Jimmy all the time, you you feel all right. Mm-hmm. But it was the 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 final quarter and especially that final drive where you are at know the situation. It, it's first down. You're at midfield. All you need is three timeouts. Two minute warning. Time's on your side, and you're flinging it into double coverage over the middle of the field. It's just, it's inexcusable. It's a rookie mistake from a guy that's 30 years old. Shouldn't be making rookie mistakes, yeah. 7 of 12 for 76 yards and an interception in the second half. Say that again? 7 of 12 for 76 yards and a pick in the second half. At least he had a good completion percentage. 7 of 12? Eh, It's all right. Is it? It's all right. Is it? Ah! I'm not 100% sure it is. It's good I can find from that. John Dickinson coming up at 1045. He was at the game. I'm super interested to see what, because when you're at the game and you're in their press box, you get that all 22 view. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, was that one play that Garoppolo missed Debo? Was that the one play where there was a guy running open that he missed? Or did that happen a lot? I'm, I'm really interested to find out his perspective on that. Because I think that's going to tell a lot of the story, especially since so much of this week was... Oh, let Jimmy cook. Maybe. Oh, Jimmy said he wants it to be like 2017 again, where he just got to run around and fling it and let it rip, let it fly. Well, maybe, 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 I don't know. I'm not in the quarterback's room. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the goal, and Garoppolo is just not throwing. Maybe it's just he's the problem, not the play call. John Dickinson is with us. He's in Denver, and J.D., thanks thanks for jumping on at this late hour. Uh, Chuck and oh, I yeah, appreciate no it a lot. What, 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 I, I, I'll, I'll just ask you this first. Did you feel like there were opportunities for Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball downfield tonight that he just missed, or is it just something the 49ers aren't calling? Well, there were there were two chances. There were two balls to Debo. There was the one that that made all the waves on social media, where Debo was running free, and and he didn't throw it to him. There was the other one where he did throw it to him mm. right after that. Yeah, and he he threw it to him, and it, it was a nice gain, but it could have been a touchdown or or at least a a, a huge gain. Right, uh, that, that would have put you in in scoring range. So th- those were the the two that I. That, that were the most noticeable to me, and those were the ones that were the most noticeable to, to everybody. Uh, I mean, look, as far as I heard you guys talking here for the last couple of minutes, the let Jimmy Cook stuff was just silliness. Like, that was just <laughs> ridiculous. And, right. and, and I don't know whether that was Jimmy taking some shots 
in a little bit of you know DGAF mode because of the circumstances that have led to him being the, the starting quarterback now and, and around for the remainder of, of this season or, and just kind of letting loose of some things that have been beneath the surface mm-hmm. here for the last couple of years because he knows, hey, they, they got to play me now. And <laughs> sure, I'd love, to sl- I'd love to sling it because if I do well with it, that's going to – probably going to win games because the 49ers are, are pretty good in other areas and it's going to pad his numbers to the point where maybe maybe he does get the, the offers that that nobody would really initially think would be coming for him uh and you know at the level that he's played to this point or at least with the numbers that he's put up to this point uh once you cast aside the wins so that was silliness and i think that's why Kyle Shanahan was so annoyed by it uh, on friday was just the 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 notion of look i'm going to give him opportunities to throw I still want to run the football, and and I'm probably going to play it conservatively at times, and I'm probably going to open it up at times. I mean, I thought tonight there were times where in the first half, especially where they were they were throwing to set up the run a little bit. They they were in you know rhythm became the big part of the, the second half. They they were running it okay at times, and then and then it all just kind of stalled out. Uh, in the second half, and then there was more pressure, obviously, on on Garoppolo in, in the second half, and you know I, I think. To tie it back to just the game overall, you know, George Kittle said it best, and, and you guys have, have talked about this, the three turnovers, which two of them were, were on Jimmy, and then the safety, which was on Jimmy, although Kyle Shanahan tried to take the blame for the, for the play call there, and I, I got the sense that Garoppolo didn't love the play call there either, mm-hmm. uh, given his answer in the postgame press conference. But And then you go one for ten on third down, like that. That's just it's it's bad offense, and you're destined to lose the game despite your defense being excellent, minus the one possession where Russell Wilson was Russell Wilson. Hey JD, Chuck here. Um, <laughs> so they were 49ers were moving at rushing for the majority of I would say definitely the first half, and, and even a little to start the second half. They just abandoned it. They were going to the run. Game on on first down throughout the entire second half, but second and ten, second and eight would creep up, and they just would not go with the run game, and instead it was incomplete pass after incomplete pass. Why is that? On second down and eight, when you have the lead, trying to burn a little clock, gain some yardage, and really establish time of possession, why are you going with these passes on second and ten when they're just not working? Yeah, I I mean, I think because... You're getting two yards on first down, and and I think you're, there's already a sense that maybe you're you're getting a, a little bit predictable. Like you don't want to be the the quintessential run run pass, you know, run the first two and then and then really let them you know pin back and come after you on, on the third down. So I, I I think you know Kyle Shanahan believes that there's enough short passes, easily makeable throws in his offense to where you should be able to complete a couple of those at a higher percentage than than he did. I thought the Broncos ramped up the defense. I thought the the protection wasn't as great uh, necessarily in the second half. No excuses for Garoppolo. I mean, he was he was awful. I mean, he was and I think this is actually the second straight week guys where he was really good at the beginning of the game, but as the game went on, like he wasn't great as the yeah. game went on last week either. Yeah. Like they were in control of the game enough to where it it was fine and the defense dominant and all of that. But but there's something to uh, just 
you know, he he kind of comes out and he's in a rhythm, and then things get out of whack as the game goes on. And I think that's something they're going to have to have to work through. I didn't love, and and I don't know if you guys talked about this. I'm sure you have. You've been on for for hours, but I didn't love his his answer in in the post game about needing to get into a rhythm again with the starters. Like I felt like that was a little bit of a, I mean, an excuse, sure, but but almost, but it's just a, kind of a bad look when you spend the whole week last week saying what what you mentioned right off the top Kyle you, you know he wants to cook and open it up a little bit well you can't have it both ways right. you can't say you want to cook and have it both way and and then and then also say well you know I hadn't I haven't been getting what you got more time with him this week than you got last week right. so well and last week he said it was like riding a bike yeah so what is so it man me, yeah like that was that was and and then he goes on he's like I don't want to make excuses about it well you're making a major excuse about it and 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 kind of a kind of a shabby one like kind of an obvious low lower level kind of kind of excuse like it can't be gravy when everything's going well and then all of a sudden it's it's everything else when when things aren't going well and and I did get the sense that there was a little bit of the a little bit of the blame shifting going on, to be honest, which is, you know, we all know Garoppolo is going to be the quarterback here moving forward as long as he's healthy. But, uh, you know, I, I, that, that and the teammates love him and all of that. But it just wasn't the best look, I thought, post game for a guy that usually is pretty good at being fake stand up. Like he's right, usually pretty right. good at giving you the 15 seconds of what it should sound like. And he didn't really do that tonight. Well, and. This is this is something that Chuck and I have talked quite a bit about as we talked to John Dickinson live from from Denver where where he attended the 49ers 11-10 loss to the Broncos. Um the the thing for me is is we've talked about this is like the issue is not like wow Jimmy was was bad tonight. It's like no, he just kind of looked like Jimmy. And that's where <laughs> it's like I don't know what the solution is here. Like this well, is just what the- they 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 made their bed, right? Yeah, no, they did, and and look, it's the other part of this too is it, it's not like they benched Trey Lance and went right. to Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he got hurt. Like right. Trey Lance would have been the starting quarterback tonight if yep. he was healthy. I mean, and and we'll see. And and look, I I hate getting into this, and I I made the mistake of of doing it in the, in the after the Chicago game. I I did say, hey, you know, that that's the kind of game where they typically win, and I wasn't putting it on Trey Lance that they that they lost the game by any stretch, mm-hmm. but that's the kind of game that they would win with Garoppolo. Like, I, I don't want to get into the week to week of what it would have looked like. You know, but at the same time, it's you know, could Trey Lance have played at the level that Garoppolo did tonight? I mean, I, I know a lot of people out there are saying yes, and I think you know the how bad he was in the in the second half certainly stands out. But I also think you have to be open to the fact, and this is not shade at Trey, but it might have been worse if you had a quarterback mm. with with his experience level. In this environment, like that was the thing all week that I kept coming back to. And I, I was on with Whitey yesterday and we, we spent four hours kind of, you know, I, I thought this game was a 50-50 game at best. I, I thought people were way too high on the Niners going into this game and way too mm-hmm. low on the Broncos. Now, look, the game was ugly as sin and neither team really played well yeah. at all offensively. But, like, th- this is the kind of game where, like, this is a top five crowd, I think, in the NFL. And I know... Mm. AFC West team or NFC West teams don't play AFC West teams. You know, it's every eight years, right? When you're when you're coming to the to this building, right? But I, I like to me, it's just like this. This was not a gimme by any stretch, and and to, frankly, this was a game. Schedule comes out in May. I had bookmarked as a loss for the last four or five months. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think a lot of people that Chuck, you, you brought that up earlier. Like, it's like okay, yeah, losing to the Broncos, but that was to a version of the Broncos that we thought was going to be really good, right? Like losing to what the Broncos have been through the first three weeks is bad. They've been booed on their home field two weeks. They in got a booed row. tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're winning yeah. games and getting booed. That's now two straight wins where they've been booed off the field. Yeah, no, you're, no, you're you're right, and and yes, I think we all thought it was going to look better, really, than it has for for both of those teams, and and I know the Bears won again today against Houston, so maybe the Bears are better than we thought, better than we thought they were, uh, but at, at this point, like, like, do we the the where you'd feel better if you were a Niner fan is if Trey Lance goes out there and and plays the game Garoppolo did tonight, and even if you lose it, it's at least development. Right. Like, I think that's the that's the part that's the most frustrating part in some of these losses for for the Niners. If if they start to pile up or if this team doesn't become what they intended to be this season, it's the fact that even a a bad Trey Lance is still a Trey Lance. That's a young quarterback getting better and developing and mm-hmm. growing into the franchise quarterback of the future. So, so when we start making the, you know, playing the game of, well, what would his line look like? And what would this line look like? And you would have won this game or you would have, like, I don't know if they would have won tonight if Trey Lance had been the starting quarterback, but you know, win or lose how well he played, you were going to get some kind of benefit tonight feels like just a, just a missed opportunity, and to your point, it's like, well, where do you where do you go from here? Well, where you go from here is it's not the first time that the Niners have had an ugly, sure. ugly loss with Jimmy Garoppolo. Also, like it's it, we talk about his record and all that, but it's not like he never loses. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not like totally. he never he plays feeds poorly. Off adversity. <laughs> feeds off the adversity. Well, and, and look, and this he, game was set up for him to to go down and win it with a field goal, which we've seen him do a lot at the end. And then, yeah, Chuck, you mentioned it. I mean, he's thrown into double coverage. What was that over the middle of the field? I mean, it was just it was just a force. I mean, it was just it's a bad on first down. It's just a bad shot. It was just. I mean, it's just it's it's the equivalent of you know you're you're coming down with you know twenty seconds to go in the in the game, and and you know you're down one. You just cast off from thirty five feet. <laughs> it's just. When, I mean, it was just terrible and that's kind of that's the that's the interesting thing here is we sit here and we talk and uh people have been all over the comcast business text line and the youtube comments and in the in the twitch comments saying brock purdy brock purdy but there's a real chance jd as as we sit here and wonder what's next for the 49ers will they get the rams on monday night football team that they've had their number and then they go to carolina and then they go to atlanta in back-to-back weeks there's a very real scenario where the 49ers go into week seven against kansas city sitting at four and two very much possible, and the conversation is no very doubt. different at that point. No, it it is, and 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 the worst case scenario, and and the irony is, you know, what Monday Night Football last year, they were three and five. They had the ugly loss to the Cardinals yep. the, the week before to Colt McCoy, and it was Monday night, and it was the middle of the year, and it was basically the game where Kyle Shanahan said later that. If we lose that game, I'm going to Trey, and we're yep. and we're going full developmental mode, and we're not going to even worry about making the playoffs at that point. If we do, we do. Whatever. If we don't, we don't. It's about development, and Jimmy's going to sit, and it's Trey's team. They won that game, and then they won the next week at Jacksonville, and then they they won enough at that point for Jimmy to keep the job and for them mm-hmm. to to ultimately make the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I think even even if next week is a loss, you're looking at. You know, obviously, an emergency situation at Carolina and Atlanta, but mm-hmm. still two extremely winnable games. Probably the you know the much more winnable games those two games than than tonight or even next week. Yeah, 
So tell me this, J.D. Uh, I think Madsen, what was the final number of batted balls? There's six six passes got defense. So Jimmy Garoppolo had six of his balls batted at some point today of his 29s. That's about a fifth of his passes were batted. When you have guys like Ayuk and Kittle and and Debo Samuel and you have weapons on offense and a quarterback that's supposed to be middle of the pack, like Kyle just said he's anywhere between 17th to 22nd in the NFL. What is it about this offense to where they can't just get the short game going and figure out a way to use their weapons to their advantage. And instead, it you watch a 49ers game sometimes, and it makes it seem like they don't have weapons when they do. Yeah, it just and and I think there's been they just haven't been able to to cash in for points. Like that's the like the, the story of this game is like I mean they were moving it and Garoppolo's completed six consecutive passes, and then you look up and it's it's seven to three. At, at at halftime, and you're thinking, well, wait a minute, what what's going on here? Like this, the, it, why are they not up by more? It's just too many drives that are stalled out by penalties. It's a drop here. It's a it's a turnover there. It's a sack here. It's a ball getting batted down. It's what it, it, it and it just they just have not made the most in the two losses of the the big plays that they have made they've mm-hmm. made some big plays but the big plays haven't gone necessarily for touchdowns and then they haven't been able to to cash it in on top of that i i still think it comes back to all of the things Kyle Shanahan always wants to do he wants to run wants to run the football he 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 like play action i mean jimmy did have some throws over the middle in the first half that that we all talked about that he he looked pretty good so it's mm-hmm. it's get back to that stuff and you know pass to set up the run run to set up the pass get the offense in i don't want to use jimmy's term but get the offense in a rhythm <laughs> get, get it in more of it get it in get where you know get kyle shanahan in his bag like like they always say where yes. he's just you know got the defense the defense stymie the broncos have a good defense too by the way like that's right. the one thing i will say and i know we're up against it the broncos have a good defense and I, I keep coming back to. I mean, the, the press box at times tonight was shaking. Wow! Because of like people stomping their feet and the crowd noise and everything. Like again, I think Niners fans don't fully understand it because you just don't come here often. Mm-hmm. Once every eight years, like like this is a low key Seattle kind of yeah. a vibe. Like it's yeah. Seattle, it's New Orleans, it's Kansas City, and Denver. I feel like are like yep. in the top five in terms of environment like it's it's like good defense a lot of crowd noise and just just chaos that I think did impact things at times in a, in a negative light not an excuse but part of the story that yeah. that I think goes a little untold at times JD appreciate the time man great stuff All right, man. you got it fellas yep we'll see ya all right that was John Dickinson uh for Mark Grandy for Chuck Walter I'm Kyle Madsen this has been overtime uh you guys were electric tonight on the calls uh, Joe Spadoni with the pregame show starting at 5 a.m. tomorrow, followed by the morning roast at 6 o'clock. I can't wait to hear what Joe, Bonte, and Shasky all have to say. Uh, for Mark, Chuck, Kyle, this is Overtime on 95.7 The Game. See Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.